This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Uh, another solo episode this week, but um, you know, I look outside and it's rather it's rather gloomy conditions, and it's a perfect time to be creative. And today's topic I wanted to chat about is diet culture. Now, often I get the comment made from individuals, particularly those that are not well-versed in calorie tracking or weighing their food or anything like that. And I'm not saying there's any right or wrong here by any means. I want to put that out there straight away. But, you know, for those that are not familiar with calorie tracking, don't understand the the, the detail behind it and then the means at which it is obviously universally um, really successful in terms of weight control, weight management, strength gains, weight loss, etc. often reference the fact that you could become obsessive and people think that you end up tracking too much, you're focusing way too much on the numbers, you're putting your, your data into a tracking app way too much and it becomes obsessive. But the other line of thinking is that, you know, yes, we, we, talk, we can talk negatively about dieting culture and I, I really don't like the word diet. Diet references obviously, you know, the, the, the type of food that you're eating to, to um, administer a lifestyle, but, you know, it's more about just a choice you're making, right? A choice of nutrition type of nutrition, the style of nutrition, the amount of nutrition to support your goals. That's what it's about. But unfortunately, whenever you hear the word diet, people immediately associate that word with weight loss. Oh, I'm on a diet. Oh, you're trying to lose weight. No, no, no. I'm just being good. Um, back to my point though, you know, diet culture unfortunately does have a lot of negative um, commentary around it. And if we look at it from a holistic perspective, you know, if we're talking about the negativity of diet culture. What about drinking culture or drug culture or partying culture or, you know, uh, takeaway and, and laziness culture? Like there's so many aspects to this argument. But, you know, when someone often brings up the fact that they don't want to be obsessive around um, tracking food and diet culture and stuff, well, we know that calorie tracking works. We know that um, regimenting your meals and, and structuring your meals out works. We know that, you know, high protein diet, um, you know, being adequate with your, your carbs and your fats, good water intake works. So why should it become obsessive if we know it works? Do you understand my argument? Whereas we know alcohol is, you know, incredibly toxic. It causes you to lower your inhibitions and, um, you know, it can affect performance and, um, you know, it makes you make, do stupid things, behave aggressively, 
all these sorts of things. Obviously, drugs and, and takeaway are along the same lines, yet people are prepared to do that on a weekly basis, you know, order lots of takeaway, drink lots of alcohol. And look, I'm not judging here because, you know, I'll have the occasional drink and I'll order the occasional takeaway, but it's all done in moderation and it's all done with knowledge as well. That's the factor that um, is really sort of something that's misrepresented is that anyone who is well-versed in calories and well-versed in tracking and well-versed in just understanding the general ins and outs of nutrition can still obviously have meals out, can still have the occasional glass of wine or beer because they know what they're doing. They understand the parameters around it. Whereas when you go to the extreme, and unfortunately as Australians, we do have a very big drinking culture. You know, It's based around sporting events and barbecues and outdoor living and the beach and all these sorts of things. But we also have an obesity epidemic. We also have an epidemic in regards to poor health and poor health decisions. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have to make decisions that support sustainable health. And that effectively correlates to ensuring that we eat enough food and we eat enough food in the right manner. We eat enough food that supports, you know, the weight loss or the weight management or optimal health. And the only way to know that is through quantification. And the only way to quantify what we're eating to support what we're trying to do is through calories. You know, unfortunately, calories has gotten a bad rap because people believe it's obsessive. But no, you know, you want to drink three liters of water, well, you've got to measure it, okay? If you want to eat 2,000 calories, you've got to measure it. You know, these things still need to be quantified. Otherwise, we have no idea how much we're eating, what we're eating, what the splits are in terms of macronutrients. And chances are, if we didn't know this information, we'd have an even bigger epidemic than we currently have because people wouldn't know what to do. You know, exercise is one small component of the bigger picture. We still need to control what we eat and we still need to control it in a way that's going to suit our lifestyle. You know, I spoke at a seminar uh, last week in relation to the fact that nutrition has to be customized. Every single individual is different. And there's so many factors at play here to uh, profile someone's nutrition. You know, not only are we talking their weight, but we're talking their levels of activity, how hard you actually train. Is your job active or is it sedentary? Um, you know, how long do you sleep? Are you a good sleeper? Are you highly stressed? How much composition do you carry? Do you have more muscle mass than the next person? All of these factors play a role. So it's really important to understand and embrace, for lack of a better term, and I, I roll my eyes at this, a diet culture because it's not a negative. It's actually like if more people embrace calories and had a better understanding, uh, I, I have a very strong suspicion that you know, our health in Australia in particular would be significantly improved. It really would off the back of nutrition because we know nutrition can um, can improve and remedy a lot of current chronic illnesses. It really can simply by eating better and obviously removing excess weight, strengthening your bodies, helping with your brain cognition, all these sorts of factors. So I don't believe there's a need to be, um, I guess, focused on the obsessive nature of tracking i understand some people are very much inclined to that path it's like getting on the scales and weighing yourself every day you tend to build up that relationship with the scales hoping that they will improve um but in terms of calorie tracking you know there there shouldn't be any emotion attached to that because all we're doing is quantifying what we're putting in our body to fuel our body each and every day and that's a really important thing because if you don't know what you're putting in your body or you don't know the quantifications around it you're not going to achieve the goals you want, or you're going to sort of spin around in circles like a goldfish in a gold bowl, a goldfish in a goldfish bowl, trying to achieve something that you don't actually know how to achieve. 
and that can become even more frustrating and then that leads you down the path of raising the white flag giving up turn to alcohol turn to junk food because you don't know any better and you've just the emotions have gotten the better of you you know we're as a culture as a society we're very much based on our emotions we fly off the cuff way too often we make decisions on emotion and when it comes to food we emotionally eat more than the next person so it's really important that if you've got that knowledge and i go back to this point time and time again you will have success because you, even if you do fly off the handle, even if you do have an emotional day or an emotional weekend and you eat way more than you should or you drink way more than you should, you've got the knowledge to pull it back in. You know exactly what is required to get you back to a space that will improve your health once again. So it, I, you know, the dieting culture side of things in terms of a negative aspect, I don't believe should be a focal point. I think we, we focus too much on the negatives and we need to focus more on the positives. And the positives... If we put them back to back and, and continually succeed with positive outcomes, positive attitudes towards food, you know, remove the, the stigma around what was something maybe you know, 20 years ago and that is now actually a positive thing today. Let's, let's really focus on that. So I think that's the point. You know, yes, we have a dieting culture and there is an element of negativity, but if we can improve that and, and it comes down to the individual, you, the person who's listening to this podcast right now, has the power to make that change. You've just got to want to learn a little bit more. Look, at the end of the day, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, it can be frustrating. But if you want sustainable goals, if you want a sustainable outcome, if you want to, um, as an example, lose 20 kilos and keep it off and know how to keep it off, then unfortunately, no, not unfortunately, then fortunately, you just have to learn more about your nutrition. If you're training every single day or if you're training five days a week but you're not seeing those results because the nutrition is letting you down, there's a telling factor there. You have to learn more about nutrition, okay? You can't rely on others. You've got to make the change. You've got to implement change. You've got to learn to better yourself through, you know, we've got, I said this the other night, we've got so much opportunity to learn free through so much um, content that's available at the moment. You know, YouTube, social media, there's so much out there that is actually really good content. Yes, there's some that's, there's some that's not so good, but there's so much that is really good that can really put you in a strong position and, and allow you to learn further. And if you're a little bit unsure of what they're talking about, ask a professional, ask someone who's experienced and they will point you in the right direction. And you'll weed out the crap, get the good stuff, take it on board, learn for yourself, better your own position. How good is that? I'll finish up there. I think that's a really good point. Let's really improve dieting culture in general. And uh, I think as a society, as a community, as a nation, we certainly owe it to the next generation and the generation after that. Because at the moment, you know, our supermarkets getting flooded with diet food, with crap food. Um, you know, obviously, cost of living is through the roof. Therefore, we're looking for cheaper options. And unfortunately, those cheaper options are highly processed or takeaway. Whereas if we have better understanding, better education, we can still research and find the best alternatives and options for us to still maintain optimal health. All right, thank you once again for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this short and sweet, but to the point podcast. As always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot and share it on your stories. Please tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. Uh, if you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. Or if you're on Instagram, please jump on my bio there's the link there straight to all the options but other than that as i say to every client every single day have a great day